Are you ready? It's time for Kid Got Your Ticket Podcast. Listen, let's have some fun. Enjoy. Three, two, one. All right, guys. So welcome back to Kid Got Your Ticket. Uh, today on the podcast, we got my good friend, Vinny Chorens. And welcome, dude. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you this for a while to come on the podcast. I, I know uh, I've... Man, we have a lot to talk about, being that you're a martial artist like myself. I, I mean, you know that I've, I've, we've kind of trained together in the past as well, right? Through, through jujitsu and through other, other aspects and stuff. And I've seen you compete a couple of times. So, man, what's up, dude? How you been, man? What's going on? I've been, I've been good, man. You know, just taking it day by day, you know, like everyone knows, you know. How um, has pandemic been treating you with your training and all? Honestly, you know, it's... I like it. I ain't gonna lie. You know, a lot of people may seem like, you know, they can't, they can't, uh, they stay in the house or anything like that or stay by themselves, you know, get in contact. Lately, I've just been training um, privately. I haven't been going to classes because, you know, the whole pandemic yeah. and the funds, you know, like it took a big effect on me, but I'm still training, still kicking, man. Good, good, good. You know what? I, I think it's got to be a martial artist kind of thing because we can be in our, on our own. Like, we don't have, even though we enjoy being with a lot of people training in, in martial arts schools and, and, and doing, uh, you know, and interacting with other people, but I think we can kind of bring ourselves down yes. to that mental state and shit like this doesn't really affect us as much, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, I feel like it's more of a, a mental thing. And like you said, like for martial arts, martial arts is like a different, to me, it's like a different breed compared to like, you know, other athletes, you know? And I don't even consider myself an athlete. You know, it's like you said, man, I'm a, I'm a martial artist. I'm here for the long run, you know? You're an artist, and yeah, because I have a sensei that that he tells me a lot that he goes, uh, especially when we're training, he goes, here's where sport, like when you're freaking dying and your legs are hurting or, 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 or you're doing a technique and you just can't give up or you feel like giving up, he goes, here's where sport ends and here's where martial art begins. Exactly. You know, and but I, I see a lot of jujitsu schools still running classes, man. Like to me, it's scary. I get it, and I'm and 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 I, I support them hundred percent because more power to them, you know. Yeah. But it's scary, man. You know, uh, have you been rolling? Have you been doing jujitsu? Honestly, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I've I've been training jujitsu, but not like not like consecutively like how it was before COVID. You know, not like yeah, y'all be here two yeah. two days, you know, two days at a training session, two times, you know. But yeah, I haven't been going often. I've just been, like I said, been doing private classes with just like one of my 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 corner man. He's also my trainer. Um, you know, I just been doing it with him, not like like not like a group class. It's like a one on one kind of thing, you know. Okay, well, you know what? That's how most uh, elite fighters really train, though. Anyway, nowadays exactly, they're not yeah. really joining in regular classes. They're they're training one on one with 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 a specific coach. Now, do you? I mean, you have to cross train, of course. You you do train, you know, uh, striking and jujitsu and wrestling like that. But uh, uh, do you have a different coach for each specialty right now, or you just honestly? Um, like I try. I used to train. You know how we? I used to train with Buyo. I mean, I train with Buyo, but not like not like how I used to. You know, like because I started seeing like because um, my first fight, you know, it was, it was perfect. You know, it went by perfect. The second fight, that's where I kind of lost my touch. I guess you know, I. 
I guess because, you know, I'm not going to lie, I, I kind of took the fight lightly in a way. I'm like, oh, man, I got this, you know. And then, you know, you know how it is. That you confidence, back, right? That confidence yeah, gets to you, right? you know. That con- yeah. So it, it backfired on me. So that's when I started, you know, I talked to, you know, Ray. So I would talk to yeah. Ray about it. And Ray was telling me, man, you got to be trained at an MMA school, you know. You can't be just training at a jiu-jitsu school. I'm like, man, you know what? That's, you know, that's, that's, that's right, man. You know, like he made sense. That makes 100% like, sense. Yeah, man, because you got to think about it. Like, yo, in, in MMA, you know, you don't really got a gi, you know, and then you know how it is. We train the gi. I don't mind the gi. I love the traditional jiu-jitsu. Of course. But if it's for something that, you know, I want to do, you know, for a long time, I have to I have to transition myself. So I'm over at um, Freedom Fighters. It used to be ATT Kendall, but I'm with Freedom Fighters where okay. you all used to train, Alex Caceres, you know, you know, big names that you probably know right now, you know? Yeah, really? Man, yeah, now, yeah. I, I, I've been to one of your fights. I, I went to one of your fights over there up in uh, Fort, with 305 Fights, I think it was. Oh, yeah. In, no, um, I, was supposed to, I, was, I was supposed to fight with them, but um, I had a falling out with the guy. I don't know what, you know, I, I love, I, you know, I have respect for everyone. You know, if he doesn't yeah. like me, that's him. But, you know, I don't know. He just, I know he has no, no respect for me. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lose it with 305 Fights. And if the opportunity comes again, you know, I'll take it, you know. No hard feelings in my in my. On my side, you had a good fight that time, man. I took my wife. We went up there. It had, it kind of had that that arena kind of feel because people were able to hang out on top and look down on the cage. Oh yeah, that was combat night. <laughs> combat night, yes. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's right. I'm wearing right now. <laughs> that's the shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. there for that fight, man. You did great, bro. Like oh, I, I didn't you, get a chance you. to talk to you because you, you know you were in your mental state and stuff, and I want to take anything yeah. away, but because I understand. But yeah, man, I was there, man. I was fucking cheering, bro. Up. Up, up in the stands, man. It, it, it was great. And you won that night, 100%. Yeah. You, you did one. Now, how many fights have you had in MMA already? Uh, MMA, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's probably like, I'm four and two. So it'll be six fights in total. Six fights in total, man. Yeah. H- how many years have you been doing it now? Like, since uh, you started? How many years? Uh, like, competing-wise or? MMA. Without, because I know you've competed in other stuff. But just like in cage fighting. Cage fighting, man. I started back in 2013. You know, 2013. I was in consecutive. I was in You know, continuously on it. Yeah. Because I was so confused of how the journey was supposed to be. You know, instead yeah. of because ha- I was having fun with it. You know. Yeah, you were having so a good time. So I was like, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about doing it as a career until like you know I got over to Freedom Fighters, and you know like yeah, I've been doing it since 2013. I had a friend of ours, you know, that trained with us on the Buyu. His name was Jason Leon, you know, he was getting to, you know, we would spar a lot. And I wasn't really thinking about fighting. He was fighting already, you know. So yeah. he was telling me, Hey, Saku, why don't you get into a fight? You know, you're scrappy, you know, like you know how it is. You don't, you don't, you don't give a damn, you just keep going, you know? Yeah. And I was like, man, I don't know. I'll think about it, you know. And then it got to a point where he convinced everyone in the in the in the in the gym to tell me, hey, yo, do it, man. You're like, yo, you have what it takes, you know. Like, I'm like, I guess, you know, and then my parents were like, yeah, push forward for it. Maybe this is something you like to do, do it, you know? So you had the support from everyone then? Yeah, yeah. I had, I had so much support. You know, like, it's like one of those things where you feel like you don't have support, but then you do have the support. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like, it was like one of those things. I was a lost kid, man. So, like, I didn't know what, what life was. And so, you know, I'm st- I still don't. You know, I'm still learning like everyone But well, who the hell knows, man? Nobody really knows. I'm still lost, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm in, and, I'm, and I'm in my 40s. So, <laughs> yeah, so you only look your age, man. I'll tell you that. Thanks. Hey, because the martial arts, dude, if I tell you every martial artist I come across, 
they just stay young. I, I don't know if it's how many kicks or punches to the head or or what it is, but we just kind of remain is that Zen like all that breathing yeah, that no, we do. Definitely. Now I know you didn't grow up in Florida, right? No, no, I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up. I grew up here. I started growing up here like around like almost thirteen. I lived 13. in um, Los Angeles for most of my life, and then huh. um, I Are moved you? to Vegas when my brother was born. You know, and then I think when I got to Florida, that's when my martial arts career started to begin. Now, have you done martial arts even when you were out there in California? Oh no, well you said it started to begin here, right? Um, but no, did you do any martial really. arts out there? I had martial arts out there, but I wasn't in an academy or anything. I had like. My dad, you know, he was a he was a former Marine, so he'll teach me some combative stuff. Uh, my grandfather, he he was a, I mean, he he didn't really box in Cuba, but uh, he he did train in boxing. And my mom was a, a Muay Thai. Well, she wasn't really a Muay Thai for her. She practiced Muay Thai back in those days. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. So like, I had like a lot of backgrounds for <laughs> for fighting for fighting. So the you know? fighting is in your blood, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Fuck, man. Now we're in LA. Did you grow up in? Which uh, South Central. South Central, man. Yeah. Tough, tough neighborhoods, man. Yeah, definitely. That's probably what shaped me, you know? That's like, probably what shaped you. Hey, man, I, I grew up in a tough neighborhood myself. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I'm not from oh, Florida yeah. either. So I'm from Brooklyn, but South Central, South Central. Like, it's got fame for yeah. it. So yeah, a you, lot of those rappers, you know, they make it, you know, make it, uh, you know, excuse my language, too gangster, you know? Yeah, but <laughs> now, is it? Like what you see on, because I've never been there. Uh, I mean, I'm from the East Coast. You're from the West Coast. But is it like what they show on the videos and stuff like that, like in South Central? Honestly, like part that? of my childhood, I can't remember. But like I remember seeing, like what I can remember the most is seeing, you know, the Mexican gangsters, you know, the vatos, you know. Yeah. Like you had your you had your gang members st- sticking outside, you know, people selling yeah. drugs on the corner streets and stuff, you know, but... Um, yeah, I don't remember much. I just remember seeing and hearing certain things. But when I went back, I went back with my dad to LA again, back in 2016. And we, I looked at the neighborhoods that he used to work in and then the neighborhoods I grew up in. I'm like, man, this shit is just like the movies, man. Really? Mm -hmm. Now, how, I know you left when you were young, but even at a young age, you kind of fall into it, you know, like I kind of did, you know, I kind of fell into that whole street vibe because I, I grew up and man, I, I would come out my apartment building and there would be freaking junkies in front and crackheads selling us VCRs and stuff like that. And I would see people shooting up as I'm on, yeah. on my way out. Now I had martial arts to keep me out of a lot of shit. Right. But mm-hmm. how, I know you were young, but how did you manage to just kind of stay out of it? Cause you, you, you're not a gang banger. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, not at all. Um, but how I stayed out of it, honestly, I got to, I got to thank, you know, my family. Cause like they, they raised me on a good path. My dad, like my dad wasn't just my dad, you know, you know what I mean? Like he was like, like I said, he was a former Marine. So like my dad was my dad, but at the same time he was my drill instructor. You know what I mean? Like my dad always had this thing on me that I like, came out of line. He's like, he's like, I'm not your friend. I'm your father. You treat me like your father. You can't treat me like your friends. Like how I talked you know, to my friends, I can't talk to my dad. You know, it's just that, that boundary Absolutely. of respect. Yeah, and I, um, I think, you know what, that's that, you just made a good point. Your, your father was a Marine, and, and coming from that background, they they tend to guide you in the right way, you know? Definitely. Just because they have that mindset. They, they, they have that drilled inside the head of, of, of respect, of, of being proud, of being, uh, of what you do. You know, you don't want to do things that are not going to make you proud. And, and, and martial arts kind of has that as well. You know, when you do something or you gain another belt, 
you automatically get proud, man. You know, whether it's a blue belt, a purple belt, a brown belt, and stuff like that, you know? So you must be happy with the win from LA right now. LA has two, has uh, the the Lakers and the freaking Dodgers. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I fell off of basketball, you know, like once uh, Kobe retired because Kobe was like my main, my main, my main idol, you know. Dude, and I, I like going for Kobe, even though like it was a time when, you know, when LeBron came to the Heat, you know, the Heat and the Lakers were going head to head. Everyone's going for him. I was like still riding with the Lakers, you know. Still like, riding with the Lakers. Yeah, no matter what. You know? So you always roll with the Lakers no matter what. Oh yeah, man! I wish I could post a picture right now. I have a picture of me when I was a little kid, like a little, like a little little baby, like five years old. Uh-huh. I was rocking Laker gear, man. Yeah, yeah. Now, my mom had me in Laker gear. <laughs> really? So you, that was in your blood. Awesome, yeah, bro. Definitely. Yeah, man, that was crazy. Like sometimes I still watch, like a, a, I'll see a picture of Kobe Bryant, and I still can't believe he's gone. Yeah, I can't believe I can't believe it at all. Like when I heard it, I was like. Nah, man, like, nah, this is probably, you know, yo, fake news, man, fake news. <laughs> and it's you funny because for, for us, you know, he, everybody's going to know where they were. Like, you know, when the World Trade Center happened, well, you were probably young yeah, back, yeah, back when, the, when the World Trade Center happened. But uh, when, when Kobe died, like, everybody's going to remember where you were. You know, you, yeah, oh, definitely. I was there. You know, or I was at a certain, I was coming out of a karate tournament up in Spring Hill, Florida, and I was driving down and we stopped at a gas station and then I got a message on my phone that said, Kobe Bryant uh, helicopter crash. I'm like, oh shit, but I never would have thought that he would be dead. And then yeah, the no, news like, broke, it's like. That's crazy, man. Like dude, when my dad, like, I remember I was moving stuff around because I was, I, was I was helping my, my girlfriend move from like one place to another mm-hmm. and I was helping, you know, with the boxes. Next thing you know, I get a text message from my dad saying, Kobe Bryant is dead. I look at it, I'm like, Nah, no way, you know? I was like, you know what? Let me Google this real quick. I'm like, nah, I have to figure out if this is real or not. And then it comes out ever. I'm like, holy man. God, man, that's crazy. You know, I still can't believe thing it. Is, is that I'm starting to realize a lot that a lot of the, the things you say turn into reality, whether they're good or bad. Like the universe doesn't understand what you meant by it. So you got to be very careful how you say it. Oh, and, yeah, no, definitely. And, when, and, and I think when Kobe was in college, I think he told um, McGrady... I think is his name. Uh, the, uh, he's another basketball player, right? Okay. And and uh, he told him, you know, I want to die young so I can live as a legend. I I assume that mindset changed on him once he had kids and once he got married and stuff. But you can look it up, right? And he actually said something like that when he was young. And look, man, fucking forty-two years old, gone, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I still can't. Yeah, yeah, he was very young, man. Very young guy. 42 years yeah. old, man. You're not even half. I mean, if 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 you're going to live to 100, which most people don't, but 50 will be your halfway point. Yeah, and, definitely. And 42 is not even there, man. That's crazy. And, and, and he was, and supposedly he was the happiest ever. But for him flying a helicopter is something so normal. It's like you jumping in the car and riding around. Like he would go to the parade of champions in the helicopter like he would go out to restaurants in a helicopter so for him it was just something he did every day you know yeah it was a norm for him that's yeah i always wonder like how 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 that happened you know like you know i know some people are not into because sometimes i kind of think like certain like when it comes to certain events i feel like there's like a, a conspiracy theory behind it you know not necessarily that conspiracy theories are true but it's still yeah. it, it's a possibility you know of i mean course. that's why it's always a possibility you know, if you wasn't there, 
you can only go by what the news or what other people tell you. Exactly. And they're always going to turn the story around a little bit to make it sound either more interesting, the media, or mm-hmm. the person you're hearing it from just so you can listen to them more. But conspiracy theory or not, man, I mean, he freaking, he's freaking gone and his daughter's gone. Like, that's, yeah, that's freaking a, nuts, yeah, that's, that's the saddest part ever, man. Daughter didn't, didn't, give, didn't even give um to, to live her full life. Man, you know? fucking crazy, man. 42 years old. I can't believe yeah, man. it. That's... Now, are you, are you, I know that some of the biggest fans in the world are Dodgers fans. Are you a Dodgers fan too or a Marlins oh, fan? Oh, man. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody's a Marlins fan. I mean, I mean I'm not going to lie. I'm not really into like the whole sports thing, but I do go for a home team, you know? Like, yeah. I haven't watched like baseball, I'm not going to lie, since yeah, the Florida Marlins have uh, won, their, won their championship. I think it was like back when I was in middle school, man. Fuck, the Florida Marlins won when we got here to Florida. Yes, yes. I think it was 2003 when yeah, they yeah. won. Yeah, I think it was, it was around that time, 2003, 2004, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, they won. I'm, of course, at that point, I was, all, I was always rooting for the Yankees and for the Knicks. Yeah. Fucking Knicks, man. They always let me down. <laughs> I always hear that, man. I always hear that things about the Knicks. I used to be a Yankee fan myself. I used to love the... The Derek Jeters, I forget yeah. the other guy's name, man. I can't remember his name. Mariano Rivera, the pitcher. Yes, yes, Rivera, yeah. Mariano Rivera, the, the pitcher that that he was a closer. That the minute anybody saw him come in, they were okay. That's it, game's over. Because he and they knew what he was gonna throw. He was gonna throw that freaking fastball straight down the middle. Go for it. Try to hit it. You know, I used to like to um, is is um, he's an Asian guy, man. Forget his name. They used to call him Godzilla or something like that. Yes. Uh, fuck. Um, I can't remember. I cannot remember his name, but I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You talking? Yeah, man. The Yankees have had good stuff. Uh, one of my favorite teams were the, of course, because they won. Of course, you're gonna like a team better when they win. But mm-hmm. in my age, was the '86 Mets. When um, they had Daryl Strawberry and Gary Carter and all these old time guys, and I was in New York, and that's when being a Mets fan was really cool. And then it kind of changed into the Yankees, and then after that, uh, you know, I got into basketball, and then after that, I, which I suck at basketball. Like if I'm ever playing <laughs> basketball, man, don't ever pick me to be on your team, dude. Because I, <laughs> dude, honestly, I suck. Like I'm horrible oh, at it. I have good defense. I, I have good defense. I think because of karate, like I can try to. Yeah, yeah. You just smack, use like little certain moves. <laughs> yeah, smack the ball quick. I got good hand-eye coordination. But when it comes down to like shooting and stuff, dude, man, I can't. Dude, and my ups are horrible as well. Like I, I barely touch the backboard. Like trying to hit it. Uh-huh. You know, it, like I, I'm just and I'm I'm a Latino, so you know height doesn't really help me out too much on that aspect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know what you're saying. I got that I got that Hispanic and Asian in me, so man, I'm just a midget when it comes to playing basketball, man. <laughs> yeah, man, there's not uh, unless uh, but shit, Jeremy Lin did pretty freaking good for the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And he's a short guy too, man. He just yeah, knows man. how to move his well, like six feet going on. Six feet, right? He's like six yeah, he's, be like, yeah six he's somewhere feet. somewhere on there. Yeah man. Uh now going back to uh fighting are you are you have are you planning on any fights in the near future to go ahead and fight again? Honestly, man, I can't wait to to twenty twenty one. Honestly, because right now I've just been like, you know, I just been saving up cash that way I can have all my training sessions in line. You know, because you know, I'm not yeah, like all these money, other athletes man. that have it good. You know. Yeah, yeah, man, and and or or they're getting sponsored. Were you ever sponsored or at any point? 
You know, it was a thing where uh, I thought I was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't shit. think I was. You know, I thought I was. They but told you not. you're gonna be sponsored, motherfuckers. You know, I was like, "This is new." I'm like, "That is pretty cool." I guess you know, like, no, nah, I was, I wasn't sponsored though. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I was trying to get in with Breakpoint, but you know, Ambassador. I thought I was like, you know, I'm like, oh shit, I'm representing Breakpoint, but Ambassador. You know, I thought it's, it's, it was the same thing, like you know, like the Ambassador of England or something, but. Nah, you're just a representative, man. You still have to pay for this stuff, you know? Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I wish, man. Well, dude, I'm, I I can't wait to see you fight again because I know you're passionate about it and I and I enjoyed your fights. Like, I I, I enjoyed the fight, man. And, and I saw some of the clips that you would put on, on Facebook and, and stuff like that, dude. And and I am a fight fan, regardless. Now, yeah. now since we're both fight fans, we got a, a good fight coming up November 28th. We have two old dudes, uh, oh, Tyson yeah. and 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 uh, Roy Jones Jr. Uh, who 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 you got your money on, man? On that one, man. Honestly, man, because I like both, man. I love I'm them both. Gonna, I'm I not gonna lie, man. I like both, but both were one of both were my favorite fighters of all time. Tyson was my favorite fighter, of course, growing up and seeing him fight, and they used to be spectacles, but then. <laughs> Uh, Roy Jones Jr., he was just an artist. Like yeah, He's yeah. not the Mike Tyson. Like Mike Tyson would go in there and try to knock your head off. Roy Jones Jr., too, but he would do it with a with boxing finesse. Yeah, you know? yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. He was like, he's like, I don't know, in my opinion, man, he's like today's like Conor McGregor, you know? Like, like he just had, he had that style, you know? Like, you know, like, like he had his, like, if you and put a silhouette on hook, him, right? exactly, if you put a silhouette on him, and he does his like shadow boxing, or he just fighting, man. You know it's Roy Jones. You know it's Roy. Sure, you know? it, yeah, he's got a special vibe to him, a special style to him that nobody else can imitate. And that yeah, left know. hook, man, is incredible, dude. Now, all right. So I want to see the fight, but I don't want to see the fight. And I'll and I'll tell you why, right? Because now, if you're 18 years old, right, and you stub your toe, you're gonna recover from that stub toe really, really fast. Definitely, but yeah. if you're 50 years old and you stub your toe, that pain is going to linger on for a lot longer. So getting hits to the head at that age, yeah, it's or if they risky, get knocked man. out, is is going to be is going to take them a lot longer to recover, you know. And yeah. and what people, I think, what people are forgetting is this: like we all know Mike Tyson was a beast, right? And he had this he had this 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 time frame where he was an unstoppable force, the baddest dude on the planet. And we, we had that. And then unfortunately, you know, he went to prison and he did all this and that. And then he came back, he, he came back out of prison. He kind of had a run, but then does anybody remember his last fight? Like his last, last fight, dude, he sat down on the ring and gave up. Yeah, yeah. It was like, like what against like Buster Douglas or something like that, right? Well, he got knocked out by Buster Douglas, but after that, after, at way after that, he had a couple of more fights. He won like two, but then he fought this other dude, and I can't remember his name. I believe it was in 05, 04 or 05. And he fought this other dude, and the guy outboxed him to the point where Mike Tyson literally sat on the floor on the ring and he just couldn't get back up. He was just yeah. there, he wasn't knocked out. But he was on the floor just giving up. Like I think that tenacity or that or that 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 mentality to try to go and knock somebody's head off 
it's no longer there. I think Tyson now is a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's definitely he's definitely a, a different type of guy now, you know. But from what I remember, I think I did, like, you know, when I was like, you know, I was intrigued by Tyson at a young age. Um, when I would like, you know, YouTube was like popping up. I would like search things on Tyson, watch his highlights and watch like certain storylines. And I see that, you know, it was his coach, Customato. Yeah. I think yeah. that he took him in and, you know, and like it wasn't just his coach, you know, it was like his father. So I feel like when he lost custom model, he, he it was like a mental a mental breakdown on on himself. You know, he he tried to hold himself strong on the outside, on the inside, it must have been killing him. So I feel like when he lost him, he didn't have the same training when he had with when he had with um custom model. Yeah, man. So I feel like that definitely had an effect on him. But yeah, man, I guess I guess we'll see how he is. You know, at age fifty, man, he looks like a beast still. You know, like oh, I wouldn't want to get hit by a guy. Dude. I would know, but I don't think any. I think the punching power would never go away. I just think it's the will. Because when you go into a cage or into a ring to fight somebody, you got to have that mentality, man. You just can't yeah. go in there and be like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to try to go through this and see how it goes. Because it's not going to end up good for you, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you don't have that killer instinct anymore inside, he may pretend he has it. I hope I'm wrong. But Roy Jones Jr., he's been fighting, man. He's been active. He's not, he hasn't been fighting here in the United States, but he's been fighting out in Russia. Okay. So he's been very active in the ring and he can fight. And actually, I saw an interview with, with Roy Jones Jr. And he said, when they first gave me the fight and they told me that in six weeks we would fight, I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to beat him easily because he knew Mike Tyson hadn't been fighting or training. Right. Uh, but now he goes, well, now because of marketing and of dates and all this and all that, they've postponed the fight. Because it was, it was supposed to happen, if I believe, late September, October. Uh-huh. And now they moved it over to late no, no, November. Now they've given Mike Tyson a whole lot more time to actually train. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Have you seen this man's body now? Holy yeah, shit, he this looks, dude is yeah, ripped. I think, yeah, yeah I, seen, I seen it. You know, they put like, I think I saw like one of these Instagram stories where we put like a little slideshow and they had Tyson on one side at age 50 and then he got Roy Jones at age 50. It's, it's, it's nuts, man. That's like... Man, 50 looks like the new 30 in my opinion, <laughs> you know? The, I think nowadays with with the recovery techniques they have and the uh, and the new sports science they have and the and yeah. and how to treat the body better, I think the body can recover a lot quicker to when back in the days when you would just kind of only put ice and that was it. Like now you have, you know, cryotherapy yeah. and you have, you know, CBD oils and you yeah, have or whatever crazy stuff they have access to that the normal folk like you and me don't have access to. You know, those yeah. guys have the best. Yeah, they got the whole team behind them. Yeah, man, these guys, yeah. and they're worth money. You know, they're yeah, worth a lot exactly. of money. So they want to make sure that this fight, they both go in there at tip-top shape so they can produce the most money possible. So... Technically, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. become an investment. So you have, if you're gonna, yeah. you know, if you buy a nice house, you want to take care of it because that's your investment. If you buy a car, that's your investment. You know, you want to keep it nice and and, and neat. Same thing with the boxer. You know, do you want to keep them nice and and neat? You know, uh, what do you think of the Gaethje Khabib fight? Did man, you see honestly, it? Man, did you Khabib, see it going that way? You know, it's funny. I had like, cause me and my cousin, we bet. I'm not gonna lie. Me and my cousin bet fights a lot on each other. You know. All right. Um, but he was going for Gage. He's like, nah, Gage is gonna take uh, take out Khabib. You saw what he did to Tony. I'm like, yeah, but that's Tony, man. Khabib was like a different animal in my opinion. Khabib, look, and you gotta look at his record, man. He's he's a tough. He's always finishing fights, man. Like, yeah. you can't doubt this guy. This guy, he goes in there 
the same all the time. No emotion, just just trying to get the job done. You know. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. I think there's last. I think there's only decision fight was against. I think it was Ala Quinta. Yeah. You know, and he still he still outclassed him. You know, like now Khabib after seeing then, after seeing Gaethje fight Khabib, is anyone really interested in seeing Ferguson fight Khabib anymore? I don't think so. I think I no, died off. That's, I think that died off. That's done, right? Because yeah, that, I think like once he lost to Gaethje, that was it. You know, and he lost to Gaethje, and then look what Khabib did to Gaethje, like in in a round and a half. Like yeah. crazy, man. Like freaking crazy. I mean, he, I, I personally thought at first, I said, man, because listen, I always root for the American. Even though yeah, I like definitely. Khabib, no matter who's in that ring, if the American is fighting against a foreigner, I'm, listen, I'm going to stick with, with the home team. I'm no, always no, going to go with the home team, even if I kind of like him or not. So I was going with Gaethje. Even though I respect yeah. Khabib and I really like, I I really like his art, the way he fights, and he the guy's a humble dude and all. Yeah, definitely. And but then once I saw Khabib take him down the first time, I'm like, no, I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting Khabib. I'm I was expecting Gaethje to at least give him a harder time taking him down. But yeah. once he took him down, you saw Gaethje's face. Gaethje's face went like, like holy like, I shit! I can't do. I can't. I can't do anything here. <laughs> Dude, that was crazy, man. I was like, okay. And at that moment, I had a post because I was uh, I was being very vocal on Facebook. I was like, I think Gaethje's got this. I think Gaethje's got this. And once I saw uh, Khabib take him down and control him on the floor, because I didn't uh-huh. think he was going to be able to control him because he was an elite wrestler, right? Yeah, well, that's yeah, what they definitely. You see? That's what they all told us. Yeah. Right? That's I what heard the media- I heard he was uh, NCAA. I don't know if he was D1 or anything, but I heard he was... He was active with the NCAA wrestling team or something. Yeah, man, that guy was a stud, dude. Guy was a stud. But yeah, again, true. that's all they told us, right? Of yeah. course, to make the fight a lot better. And for all of us as fans to think, is Khabib really going to lose? Is Khabib really going to lose? You know, and, and then once I saw that, I said, okay, Khabib's got this. It, like, it was a no-brainer. It was a no-brainer. Yeah, like, yeah. Just destroyed him. Do you really think he's retired or do you think he's going to come back for one more? Man, I I I want him to come back for one more to go 30 and 0, man. That'd be crazy, yeah. man, you know? But I don't think um I mean from how he holds himself, you know, like he's not just yeah. uh he's he not a price fighter, money, right? Yeah, he yeah, he's not like, a price fighter. Yep, you're right. Yeah. He's all for legacy and he's and he and he you know, he's he's down for his family. I and think this says, one fight. I think this one fight that will bring him back out and only because his dad always wanted to fight him and that's GSP. Yes. Yes. That, I, Man, that, I that, that just gave me goosebumps right now. You know? dude, I don't think anybody else can get Khabib in the ring again, except GSP. Cause there's no point. What's the point? Yeah. Who, who the fuck is going to fight? Yeah. No, there's no, one, there's no one. Mm-hmm. And nobody can really stand up to him at this point. Now, no. now if Khabib and GSP was to happen, what weight class do you think he's going to, they would have to, because I don't think G, GSP can come down to 155 anymore. No, no, definitely. He, Khabib would probably have to move up weight, honestly. What do you think, 160? You think that would be a good I catch think they should meet at, Yeah, I think they should meet at 160, 165, honestly. But, you 160, know, 165, right? Yeah. Was GSP at that, 185? He he fought at 185 once, but that's not his natural weight class. His natural weight class is usually at like the 170s. You know, that's where he that's fought seven. like Penn, yeah. Matt Hughes, Matt Serra. At 170, right? Yeah, 170. 
do you think Khabib will come up to something like that, like at 165? Because 165 is only five pounds less. And GSP, dude, the guy's bulked yeah, up, man. So yeah, that's, a lot, huge, that's man. a lot of muscle. He doesn't have much fat to lose. Yeah, definitely. I hear you on that. It could be uh, hard, yeah. Yeah, it'll be hard for it'll be hard for him to make that fight. Honestly, now that you say it like that, you know, with GSP being all bulky and it's all muscle, and it'd be older, hard to lose that weight, and older, you know, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot more difficult to lose weight when you know when you're older. He's, he, I think he's either he's thirty nine or hitting forty, one man, or the other. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Jesus, man. Now, who would you have your money on on that one, GSP? Man, that's that's a tough one, dude. Right? Yes, man. Because I'm like, I'm a GSP fan, man. GSP like one of my idols that got me to do it, honestly. You and know? two humble dudes too, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there'll be no trash talking in that fight. Yeah, just be definitely. total mutual like nothing respect. But respect, exactly. Nothing but respect. But uh, you know what? At this point, just having seen Khabib do what he did, uh, oh, fuck. I hate saying this, but I think. I really love GSP, but I ah, it's a tough one. But I think Khabib, if Khabib manages to get him down to the floor, yeah, Khabib will will beat him. But GSP has amazing ground defense. Like, how many times has GSP been actually taken down? Like, not yeah, he's often. Never been, he's never been taken down. Most of the fights he's seen, he's usually on top pounding. Man, he's just like another Khabib, just and he's got that Superman jab. Yeah, he doesn't, have, he doesn't do the Superman punch. He does a Superman jab. Yeah, that's another thing with Khabib, man. He needs to f- try to fight that kickboxing in GSP, man. People forget, like, GSP has some amazing kickboxing, and his boxing is good, too. Yeah, man. He trained, you know, he trained a couple of his careers with, um, what's his name, um, Freddie Roach. And Freddie yes. Roach has a whole, a whole bunch of champions underneath his belt. That's right. You know? That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, I like Khabib's fighting style, but he has an awkward stand-up game. I don't know if you've seen it, like the way, yeah, yeah. like the way he lunges forward and leaves himself exposed a lot of the times with like that leaping. Like he tries to do kind of a Roy Jones Jr. leaping jab in, and it's crazy because no, I haven't seen many people capitalize on it, or everybody's so concerned of being yeah. taken down that they don't try to counter that punch. They're always waiting to be taken down because they know if they get taken down, they're fucked. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah, no, that definitely plays a big game, man. If you know someone's like that good at taking it down, you're gonna play your most hardest game not to get taken down. You're gonna focus on that the most, you know. Yeah, you're not focused on that actual uh, on that punching power, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Even though he's got no one, he knocked down Conor McGregor. Yeah, with a punch, man. I remember that fight vividly, man. Like when that when he dropped Conor with that overhand or whatever, he threw a hook. Even man, I was like, no, I was like, no way. Though I think everyone at Buffalo Wild Wings was going wild, man. That thing was crazy, man. Dude, it was freaking nuts the way he did that, man. Like, I, I, I wasn't expecting that, but fuck, man. What do you think about uh, Hamzat Jemayev? He's fighting now Leon Edwards next. Yeah, that guy, that guy's a beast too, man. I feel like all these guys from Dagestan where have a different mentality. From? They have a yeah, different man. Mentality. Their mentality level and the training level is on a different. It's on a different level. I think it's at the the altitude, you know. The altitude of something. The, eleva- the elevation levels, you know, I don't know. <laughs> the way they live out there, I guess, too, you know? It could be, I, think, I don't know, it could be anything. I think it's so rough out there in those countries. You know, they've been war-torn. You know, mm-hmm. they've seen freaking death. They've seen this, that. It's just Nothing something in their them. brain, the mentality, the mindset in their, in, their, in their mind where they just don't get, like, you see it in their eyes. Like, all right, mm-hmm. you know what? I don't want to fight this dude. 
Like, this, this dude looks crazy, and he's going to go out there and not fight me. He's going to try to kill me. Yeah, exactly. They're like Terminators, man. You look in their eye, man. They have that red, that red sparkle, man. <laughs> dude, and they just zoom me. Yeah, they exactly. just trying to zoom <laughs> in on me. And once they catch off, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm screwed. Uh, exactly. But if he loses, that fucking train is done. For, oh, yeah, no, for, for sure. Yeah, because there's a big hype train going on. Dude, it's it's a crazy hype train. Uh, mm-hmm. So that fight's coming up now, right? In in November, is it? Or December? I think, yeah, it's the, supposed to be coming soon. I, I was just scrolling on Instagram before I logged in. I think I saw something about that, about Leon, Eves and um, yeah, Shemaev. Leon Edwards and Shemaev. Now, yeah. do you, do you, now, you being that you fought before and 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 you fought in the in 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 a cage and stuff do you feel like somebody like leon edwards who's a ranked fighter should be fighting somebody like like chemayev that's not a ranked fighter because technically chemayev has nothing to lose yeah whether he wins or loses where if he wins he's got everything to gain but if he loses he's still an unranked fighter now leon edwards or or um um uh, Wonder Boy or any one of those top 10 guys, if they fight him, they have everything to lose and not much to win because they're, they're still ranked. You know, would you do something like that if you were ranked? Would you go uh, down and fight somebody? And just because it can take you out the rankings and your money can start going down because now you're not a top five dude anymore. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that's 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 kind of you know you're, you're gambling right there, honestly. You know, because you're fighting, you know, you always want to go to the top. You never want to go to the bottom. You know, and unless you know they're talking about, I, I I'm pretty sure they're talking about something money wise. I'm I'm guessing, but even then, it doesn't even look like it because no one really talks about Eve Edwards like that either. You know, yeah, they're more I, talking about you know because freak. Uh, I mean, you know, the fight's gonna bring in money. Because yeah, right definitely. now, so like you said, Chimaev, he's on uh he's on that on that train that's just full steam ahead. And like I want to watch the fight. Like I yeah, know definitely. I'm gonna watch the fight just to see what Chimaev does. I'm not too concerned about Leon Edwards, because Leon Edwards is not, even though he's a ranked fighter, he's not a famous dude that's gonna bring in those type of ratings. Exactly. You know? He's not like, he's not he's not all there, man. Like at least, at least, like when it comes to like live, live, um, you know, interviews, live fights, live television, he's not really an active person like that. You know, I feel like he's more active on social media than he is, you know, going into the, you know, to the to the live events. I mean, look, look at this shit, Masvidal, our our Florida native dude, <laughs> right? He freaking his pay per view fight against um, who was it, uh, Usman? Yeah, that fight drew more pay per view vi- buys than the Khabib Gaethje fight. Yeah, that was like that was and the, Khabib you know, is a champion, was, bro. And, yeah. um, and he's going and he was fighting to protect his record and his belt, you know, and still they're not bringing the amount of pay per view buys that uh, Masvidal did. Mm-hmm. Now imagine if Masvidal fight um uh Kobe Covington. Yeah, that's gonna bring some that's gonna bring some revenue right there, man. Because they already have history. Like that's the fight sure. to make, man. That's the fight to make right there, right? Yeah, you know, I think they should have done either. You know, I think they shouldn't have, you know, put Eve um Eve Edwards against Shamaj. I can't mm-hmm. even say his name right. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't think they should have done against him. I think they should have at least tried it with Masvidal, but you know 
I think that would have brought it in, you know, because they both fought backstage, I think, a while back when... Leon Edwards, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, that fight has history, but why would Masvidal fight him when it might... Yeah. The biggest, the biggest fight there, the biggest fight that Masvidal can do, and I think Masvidal right now just became a prize fighter, because mm-hmm. even though he lost against Usman, I would still want to watch him fight. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, for I don't sure. think that loss affected his, his, his pedigree. I don't think it no, affected no, no, no. What, how much money. Because you, I mean, if he fights, let's say he fights Kobe Covington next. I'm going to watch it because I like Masvidal. And, yeah, I, yeah, and, Coven, and Kobe coming to have, but if Leon Edwards and Masvidal fights, like, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah I know, I know the face. they can try to build it up that there was this feud behind, behind the thing, but it's not as big. Now imagine a Conor McGregor versus Masvidal. Man, that thing's going to bring in money, man. Like no tomorrow. Dude. They've been talking about that thing for a while too. I remember, I remember oh. that first day you talked about it. Now, do you think if, if Conor McGregor, ever fights Masvidal, do you think they would fight for the BMF? Do you think Conor McGregor would want that belt? I feel like the BMF is a stage right now. I feel like, you know, you know, the BMF came from Nate Diaz. You know, they hyped it up where it became a, its own belt. But I don't think it's like a division belt. You know? No, no it's not like a division like, belt. But do you think he would want it? Be like, you know what, motherfucker? I want that fucking belt because I'm the baddest motherfucker right now. I'm taking that shit away from you. Oh, even though, uh, yeah, yeah, even though sure. it doesn't have nothing to do with it. But do you think like Masvidal would be like, yeah, I'll put it on the line. I'll give it to you. Fuck it. I'll bring it in. Yeah. Like, I think Masvidal would put it on the line. You know, he's, he's game bred for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's always game. But that belt was never mentioned for the Usman fight. It was yeah. just for the title, right? Now, yeah. now, here's a question for you. Now, you started your your martial arts um, career down here in Florida. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you've probably crossed paths with either Masvidal or, or, or trainers of him and stuff like that. Oh, Training definitely. down yeah, here yeah. in South Florida and stuff. But you're from LA. Mm-hmm. So when that Nate Diaz fight versus Masvidal, <laughs> who were you rooting for, man? Who were you man, rooting for? I ain't, gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. I really ain't gonna lie, man. I was going for Stockton, man. Yeah, you were going you know, for Stockton? You know, but at the same time, I don't know, man. I was I was kind of, you know, at the day of the fight, I remember I was going iffy, iffy at that point. You know, before the fight happened, I was like, yeah, I was Nate Diaz. At the moment of the fight, like, damn, man, Nate Diaz and Masvidal. You know, like, you know, like I don't know, man, like, I was going for Nate, but some size of me was going for, for Masvidal as well. Yeah. There was a mixed feelings about it. You know, I can't lie. I can't say who I was going for. I can say who I was going for before. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, but he, I mean, he really, like, he dogged him, dude. That whole oh, yeah, fight, no, he man. really did. Like, it was, yeah. it, like, even though it got stopped, it was unanimously being won by Masvidal. Oh, for like, sure, a, yeah, yeah. Across, like it, there was no, there, there was no disputing that. Yeah, he got stopped, and and usually uh, Diaz comes in in the later rounds, but but dude, he, I mean, he 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 put it on him, man. He really yeah. did. He put it on him, dude. It was crazy, dude. Uh, now, do you would you ever go back to California now, especially with everything that's going on, or or, or are you gonna stay in Florida? Man, honestly, I might, I might stay in Florida because I hear a lot of bad things going on in LA. At least with the cost of living out there. <laughs> cost of living. I hear there's homeless people everywhere. Oh yeah, fires. Oh, yeah, there's this place called Skid Row. I heard that thing grew like larger than it was when I was living out there. The homeless rate is at an all-time high out there. It's crazy, man. Like, and I know you like your guns, right? 
I know. Oh you're yeah, shooting. man, I got a lot. Yes, I do. So, <laughs> so going to California wouldn't be a a, a good yeah. thing to to do. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Not not you know. Yeah, in my opinion, I wouldn't go back just because of that. You know, you know. I like you know I like firearms, man. I don't even like cause you know how like the, the media portrays it. I love or, firearms. You know. Love it. I, I like it, man. You know, Dude, I love them. And I, I, now I come from New York. So before I came down to Florida, I was very anti-gun. And I used to uh-huh. say, you know what, if you, you know, if you need a gun, then that means you can't fight. But then once yeah, I yeah. got here and I'm like, wait a minute, if there's 30 motherfuckers outside trying to get into my house, uh, yeah, you need something. Man. I, I can't, no matter how, no matter, look, I could be a third degree black belt or not. And I can be, I can't fight 10 men. Regardless, I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter. You, you, you need to be able to defend yourself. Did you see what happened this morning in the New York City subway system? Uh, this homeless dude went ahead and just pushed a lady into an oncoming train. Oh, man. No, I didn't see that. No, dude, I did not see that. That's crazy, man. Can I, can I put it on real quick so you yeah, can see yeah, it? Yeah, definitely. Watch this, dude. It's freaking crazy. Watch. There you go. Uh, we want to begin with that disturbing video from Union Square. A man runs towards a woman on the platform and shoves her onto the tracks right Holy in front of an shit. oncoming train. Somehow, she's okay. Lucky to be alive. She just, she's okay. She's, wow. look at this, man. Man, that's freaking that's crazy, crazy, man. Yeah, that's nuts, man. God was definitely on your side that day. Dude, wow. I mean, that's something when I grew up in New York City and every time I would take the New York City subway train and I stood next to the edge, I was always looking around. I was oh, definitely like, because you never know in a, in a place that has 9 million people all stacked in into a city, there's going to be a loony somewhere. Oh, no, for sure. There's going to be sure. a lunatic somewhere, man. That's, that's up to no good. I mean, the guy was a homeless dude. He was probably doing something like that just to get into jail so he can get some food and shelter. Oh, yeah, Who definitely. Knows, right? Yeah, shelter and all that, all that, all that good stuff. <laughs> but, dude, man, it's like you have, like, I don't know why people are just, some people are just not aware of their surroundings. Like, I know everybody that's around me. I know, or it must be a martial arts thing. No, because, it's definitely that or, like, you know, like we're just we're just more aware than others. You know, like me, man. I, I used to have a problem with people being being behind my back when I would when I would go to work. You know, I'm like, man, get off of me, man. Like, why are you <laughs> why are you so <laughs> like, close? You know, like, get, and especially now, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah like, I can't listen, man. If now somebody sneezes on you, can that be assault? I would say it as could. I would say because it, it can it can either kill you or it can kill a member of your family. Yeah, if you get sick. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Especially with the whole COVID stuff going on, man. Yeah, I would say it's a it, it's assault. Like assault. if somebody coughs in your face, can you punch him in the face now? Because technically, yeah. you you just put my life at jeopardy. You put my any any member of my family's lives in jeopardy, or any one of my friends' lives uh, at jeopardy. Like it's crazy, man. Like COVID changed everything when it comes down to stuff like that. You know. No, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely. It definitely has, man. And yeah, lately I've been paranoid of people too, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, um, I'm not I'm not trying to be greedy. Anything. Sometimes I, I kind of don't believe the whole COVID thing, but then I do, you know, like yeah. I might in and out with, with it. But at the same time, man, I'm paranoid of people right now. Well, I've had friends who've had COVID 
And some friends fared off very well. I know friends whose parents died from COVID. Uh, matter of fact, I, I went to Home Depot a couple of weeks ago and there was a, a blood donation truck right outside Home Depot. And I say, hey, you know mm -hmm. what? Let me get, and they said, well, donate blood and we'll check you for antibodies to COVID. I'm like, all right, Ooh. fuck it. I'll do it. I wanted to donate blood anyway. They, yeah. they, they pricked my finger. They checked. Dude, I had the antibodies. That means I caught COVID and I didn't even know it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've caught it before, you know. Well, if I'm you go to sure. one of those blood banks and you want to donate blood, you can get the test for free and they'll tell you if you, if you have the antibodies. So if you've gotten it, you'll have the antibodies on you. Oh no! Wow. So that's so that's something you <laughs> wow. can do. I mean, I don't think every blood donation thing is actually doing it, but they may have to do it because they want to know if you have the antibodies. If you have the antibodies, then that blood is going to be used to help people who have COVID now. Yeah, you know, definitely. they can use those antibodies. But I checked, man, and it was freaking dope, man. It, it was, it was, it, I, I was, I was shocked at first because I've done everything to. I followed all the guidelines like social distancing, no eating out. I don't, I don't go to parties. I don't, I don't do any yeah. of that stuff. I shut down my business for three months. Matter of fact, I had to shut it down completely. Uh, and yes, and yeah. it sucks, but shit happens, right? And you just got to yeah, keep, yeah. Hey, listen, life, you, you're a martial artist. You got to keep flowing. You, you got to keep bobbing yeah, with, those, go with the punches. You got to go with the, go punches. With the punches. You can't, can't just stay there and start keep the getting hit, you know? But yeah, exactly. you may want to do that, dude. If, cause a lot of people think they've had it. And mm -hmm. the funny thing is that my wife went three days ago to donate blood and she checked her antibodies and she came back negative, but I had them. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I had, I had my half brother came out here from Arkansas and before he had to go back to work or go back to Arkansas, his work, his job demanded him to get a COVID testing. Cause you know, with the spikes in Florida, yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. know if he's COVID free and my dad and my half brother did it, you know, and they came out clean and uh, which I'm surprised, you know, cause we're, my God, man, me and my family were big. Um, yeah. You know, we like to go, we like to explore a lot of things. Like we yeah, go to Keys, yeah. you know, go eat, you know, go fishing, you know, we do all that stuff. So I'm surprised we didn't have it. You know, so, you know, which, you know, where it's going up a lot up in the North, like North Dakota, South Dakota, but it's understandable. It's fucking 20 degrees up there, man. Like who's, yeah. who, who's doing outdoor activities in 20 degree weather? Who's yeah, opening up windows to let cold air in? No, people, everything people are doing up in the north is indoors. You can't do it outdoors. It's freezing, dude. It's yeah, freezing. But dude, listen, Vinny, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Uh, it was great uh, just talking crap with you and, and, and doing this. We got to do it again. And, no, definitely. I'm so down with this, man. And once you do your podcast, I'm definitely going to be on it. If, if you invite me on, we'll oh, have a great sure, time man. That's doing it. Doubt. <laughs> uh, but thank you, dude, for coming by. It was interesting see, uh, hearing your take on certain things and, 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 just, and just talking shit with you, man. It was pretty dope. Uh, I wish you nothing but the best, good health. Uh, and if we fight again, of course, the best of luck there. And, and send me the invite. I'll be sure to be up, up there rooting for you, brother. Definitely. Likewise, my brother, man. It was awesome having been on the podcast, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. Excellent. Excellent, brother. All right. And peace. We're out.